death of George Floyd brought the problem of racial injustice to the forefront again. Although there may be a need for police reform, the underlining problem goes deeper. What does God's word say about things like racism, prejudice, and discrimination? Dr. Dixon reaches into this problem through the word of God. Let's listen now. Well, bless the Lord. Do you know God does not want you to be colorblind? He wants you to be color blessed. Glory to God. Because the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16 and 7, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Some people say, when I look at people, I don't see their race. I don't see their color. There's a word for that. You know what it is? Liar. Nobody is colorblind when it comes to race. And God doesn't want you to be colorblind. He wants you to be color blessed. God loves color. Just take a look outside. Everything he makes is in color, like the sunsets and the flowers. Look at all the different people around the world. Oh, I love traveling around the world, meeting and seeing all the different people. God loves color. The way he created you demonstrates this. You know, we have really got to learn to see all people the way God sees them. The Bible says the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's in the Bible. First Samuel 16th chapter, verse seven. Quite frankly, when I think about that, that's a tall order for most of us. It's not natural to look at the inside before the outside. We're trained to make snap judgments based on outward appearance. Some people you trust just by looking at them. Others you don't. Books are judged by their covers. Homes are judged by their curb appeal. You know, people are judged by how they look, dress, and talk. So ask God to help you start seeing people the way he sees them. Look at their heart, not their skin. In this hour and this time of so much social unrest, so many harsh words being spoken to those of different colors of skin. You know, one of the first steps toward overcoming prejudice in your life And in the world around you is that when you begin to look at the heart of a person and not their skin. The gospel of Jesus Christ is good news for everyone. So Christians, those who are followers of Christ, Christians, those who have accepted Jesus's free gift of salvation, uh his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness. You know, so many hold no preconceived notions about different groups of people. We're not judgmental or racist or prejudiced against people who look different. Right? Right? (laughs) Okay. I challenge you to spend a day intentionally recognizing your first thought about every person you come across. I challenge you to do it. Right? (laughs) When you pass those that don't look like you in the parking lot. When you pass someone in a car or on the elevator who doesn't look like you, what thought pops into your head? I challenge you. Listen, I fight predetermined perceptions every day, challenging labels I've placed on people without even knowing it. We all have them. That's why I said, right? (laughs) We all have them. Stereotypes and judgments based on appearance are everywhere. And usually they begin at a very young age because of our upbringing and our environment. 
I certainly hope to do my part in stopping this in future generations because God doesn't care about our skin colors. My parents raised us that it is the character that you look at of a person, not their skin colors. That's why none of us had any problem relating to all the beautiful colors, the diversity of God's creation. And I've taught my children that, and they're teaching their children that. But because we live in this world that's so full of those that are color, they're just prejudice. They're prejudice. That this has to be done away with. We have to move past this. And it'll take the mercy, the grace, the forgiveness of God toward us. And he's given it to us. Oh, yes, he has. Receive it. Oh, my goodness. Because God never mentions a group skin color in the Bible. Oh yeah, you can look it over. You can, you can check it out. I said it and I'll say it again. People groups are identified. They are identified by their geographical location, their language, their family line, but never by the color of their skin. God never makes mistakes. So I can only assume this is intentional and strategic. God never wanted us to classify groups of people by the amount of pigmentation in their skin. We did that all on our own, even going so far as listing either black or white as options on standardized tests. Mm. A person's complexion is only mentioned a few times, and even then, these are cosmetic characteristics, and they do not indicate God's favoritism or God cursing in any way on them. For example, in the term ruddy, it's used and it describes Esau, it describes David and Solomon. Ruddy. Ruddy is a reddish tone, meaning healthy, fresh or clear in appearance, but it is also used to indicate the tanning of skin. In my opinion, this only lends more credibility to the idea that God doesn't care about skin colors because a tan appearance falls right in the middle of our human skin color ranges. Every fair colored person, every white colored person, every dark or black person, this tanning exists. (laughs) Yeah, suntan, right? (laughs) Solomon tells of his love for an individual, not a group, as being dark. And yet this refers to the darkening of skin that occurs from sun exposure, which happens to every type of skin pigmentation. White is used to describe someone with leprosy. And bronze is used to describe Jesus in the book of Revelation. So God loves diversity. Do you know, statistically, There are between 25,000 and 35,000 genes in every human cell and up to 40 trillion cells in the human body. Somewhere between 100 to 378 genes are involved in the production of melanin, M-E-L-A-N-I-N. That's the pigment responsible for skin color. Yeah. Even when you use the highest number, it's a tiny number compared to the amount of genes in every cell. And this same melanin also determines our hair and eye color. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. In his perfection, in his perfectness, he put together a formula so small it can only be realized under high-frequency microscopes just to create variety in his prize creation. Oh, God is awesome. And it was no accident He orchestrated us in such a way that every human is unique. We don't have the same fingerprint. Our fingerprints are different. Oh, what a great God. Oh, how he loves diversity. 
Mm. God programmed the genes from which all of our variations come within Adam and Eve, the first humans. And this was what he wanted. So all ethnic identities, even shade, highlights God's desire for beauty in diversity. Mm, The light brown skin of the native, Hispanic, Latino, or Middle Eastern cultures. Yes. The dark brown of North African cultures. Yes. The fair-skinned Norwegian or Japanese cultures. Yes. (laughs) Every ethnicity is the beautiful handiwork of God's creative mind. His abundance of creativity pushes beyond our human understanding. His very character is creative. So he can't go against it. Diversity is God being his creative self, showing off to the world a variety of skin colors. It gives him glory for the vastness of his imagination. And you know what? We don't have to look solely at humans to see evidence of this. Diversity is found in all of God's creation. Trees, flowers, birds, horses, dogs, all glorify God. So variety in skin color and all throughout the earth. It should be celebrated. Why? Because we were created in God's image. You know the verse, Genesis 1 and 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Everyone has an image. Social media is a relatively new way we display this to the world. If I want to be viewed as a devoted mother, I could show images of me making a home-cooked meal, toting kids to various practices, or watching their extracurricular activities, and checking everything out. And today, if I was in today's world, I'd be checking it out on Facebook, looking at my email. (laughs) If I wanted to be depicted as a godly woman, I may share the podcast that you're listening to right now. Or you can post a picture of me attending church on Facebook, on Twitter, on caroldixon.net. If I wanted to show off an image of me attending church, if I wanted to show off an image of wealth, I could post pictures of my clothes and handbags or the, the resorts where I've vacationed on Instagram. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, now, see, these are random images we could attempt to project. But this concept have helped me understand this verse more accurately, that mankind is made in the image of God. So what's God's image? We can go on and on about this. And I am no theologian, not by far. But I do know God is all loving. He is moral. He is creative and God is reasonable. God has a perfect will, intellect, and emotion. He has authority and dominion over all. So if we reflect his image, then we, you and I, we too have these things at some level. Humans are able to love, make moral choices, think creatively, and use reason to evaluate decisions. We also have free will in deciding how we live. Oh, yes. Everything you do is a choice. We are intelligent. We have feelings. We also hold authority over the creatures and over living things on the earth. All people, all people are given this capacity. Our skin color does not determine 
your ability to reflect God's image. 2 Corinthians 3 and 18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory and being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So, yes, (laughs) as we mature, we're to continue reflecting more and more of Christ's image by the way we live. And our skin colors don't limit this. No, uh -uh. uh-uh. Because nobody is disqualified of this blessing. This is a special blessing. And God's diversity, God's creation, mm, is what qualifies you, not your skin color. God includes all parts of the world in his salvation work. The Bible says, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Revelations 5 and 9. You don't want to judge anybody by their appearance. Oh, no, no, no. Instead, you want to judge by what's on the inside. What is a person like in their character? And what are they like Oh, in their decisions and in their judgments of, of things that they do? How did they affect you when they did what they did? What prejudices are you most likely to have against other people? Take that to God today and confess it. Ask him to change the way you look and judge others. Ask God to help you to take steps that you can be color blessed instead of color blind. Oh, and then in the future, you can begin to move and you can look at someone not because of their color, not because of their outward appearance, but you look at someone because of what they are like on the inside. Be color blessed. Don't be color blind. Be color blessed on today. God made us all in his diverse ways to show forth his greatness, his creativity, his imagination, to show forth, oh my God, his moral compass. May I say that? Oh, and his all loving view of his creation. Well, I love you on today. And in this season of social unrest, in this season of an indefinite pause, In this season of such hurtful words, let us begin to reflect on the inside and know that God included us all in his plan for this world. And his will is that we would all be saved, that we would all enter in and receive of his blessings, that he can open our eyes, that we might see that God has so much diversity, so many great things for you. And when you tap into it, you tap into God's morality. You tap into God's creativity. You tap into God's authority. And you tap into God's diversity. Well, you know what? My prayer for you is that God open up your eyes that you might see that you are color blessed and whatever color you are in God's garden. It didn't matter to him. He didn't even mention it. So you know what? Don't let it matter to you. Don't even mention it. Come on, let's just all get together. 
what a great world this will be. When we all get together, we will sing and shout the victory. God bless you, and I love you. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe. And we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since Dash is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community. For you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on. Thank you.